Today's video is brought to you by the Ridge Wallet. Hey brother! Guys, the veil in the Department of Mysteries is a part of the Harry Potter story that is, well, veiled in mysteries. <sighs> Nailed it. It's described as a sort of one-way portal between the land of the living and the land of the dead. Harry and Luna can notably hear voices coming from the veil, and of course Sirius famously falls through the veil and thus to his death. It sounds basic. If you go in, you're not coming out. Easy enough, right? Well, of course it's not. Welcome to the channel. We're gonna have fun. Because what happens when you go through the veil? Like, is your soul still intact? Are you running around a beautiful land of the dead, complete with alabrijes? Is Sirius now a skeletal form of himself slash Mexican music star named Stubby Boardman, who can also still transform into a dog, but now instead of a regular dog, it's an alabrije dog? That and more in this week's edition of the Coco Quibbler. Anyway, Sirius describes the act of going through the veil as quicker and easier than falling asleep, which I think you will agree sounds rather peaceful and not destructive which leaves us with an interesting question which is what would happen if you threw a horcrux into the veil Before we dive on in, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, the Ridge Wallet. The Ridge Wallet, it is light, sleek, and industrial. It doesn't fold or awkwardly bulge in your back pocket and seriously just changed up my entire pocket game. I mean, no doubt, for years I was literally carrying my old overstuffed wallet full of stuff I just never cleaned out. Old receipts, half-spent gift cards, hotel room keys, I think my whole 2016 tax return was in there. Surprisingly very little cash, but the point is, it was big. It was bulky and annoying, but now it is sleek and streamlined. The Ridge Wallet can hold up to 12 cards and has room for cash. Plus, it comes in over 30 different colors and styles, including this one right here, which is stonewashed. And a new wallet can be one of those things that no one ever thinks to just get for themselves, which is why it makes a great gift for this holiday season. Plus, it's something they'll actually use. Looking at you, neckties. The Ridge team is so confident that you're gonna love it, they'll let you test drive it for 45 days, and if you don't, you can get a full refund. But great news when you end up loving it anyway, it has a lifetime warranty. Get 10% off your order today and free worldwide shipping when you go to ridge.com SCB. Again, that's ridge.com SCB and use promo code SCB. Link is in the description down below. Okay, here's the scenario. Imagine Voldemort is out looking for hiding places for his horcruxes when he happens upon the veil. He studies it and realizes it's a one-way ticket to death and that nothing can be retrieved from the other side. Could he then throw one of his very magically protected horcruxes through the veil and basically ensure his own immortality? I mean, if the object is unreachable by any means, magic or otherwise, doesn't that ensure that it will survive? indefinitely? Or does it become one of those, well, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it, does it make a sound kind of situations? Like if a horcrux exists, but there's no way to get it, 
does it still exist? Well, in this scenario, whether or not Voldemort could actually retrieve it wouldn't really matter because he's not actually trying to be reborn from that Horcrux. What he's trying to do is have that Horcrux anchor him to life. And we know they work because it is exactly what happens when he first attacks Harry as a baby. Like, they don't make him immortal because he's eventually reborn from one of those Horcruxes. They make him immortal because they prevent his last bit of soul from basically crossing through the veil by anchoring it to this side. Which is not to say it's not impossible to be reborn from a Horcrux because that very nearly happens in Chamber of Secrets. But certainly if he had thrown it through the veil, then that option is out of the question because the moment it would be reborn, then it would just instantly die, right? That is the other side of the coin to consider, isn't it? Like, is this the best, most unreachable hiding place ever? Or am I about to instantly destroy my own Horcrux? What is a poor Dark Lord to do? I mean, on the one hand, certain victory. But on the other hand, maybe you just ripped your soul for no reason and now you have to go track down yet another impossible to find relic from your high school. Yes, I know to me and you sitting at home, it feels like a pretty obvious choice, but then again, certain victory. It is a known fact that Voldemort loves certain victory. All right, whose turn is it to take out the garbage? Heads I win, tails you lose. Ha, you lose again, Lucius. Lucius hates taking out the garbage. Actually, honestly, what he should really do in this situation is just abandon the whole escapade with the veil entirely. And while he's at the Department of Mystery, just waltz on over to the Hall of Prophecy and pick up some very much needed information. What? No, I can't do it. What if they see me? I'm only the greatest dark wizard ever. I'm no match for ministry employees. No, no, no. Here's what we do. I'll slowly lure in Potter over the course of nine months. Then when he's there, I'll send in 10 of the most wanted people in the country to go get him. Like seriously, there aren't any guards anyway, except for the order who were there trespassing themselves and they already believe you're back. Also, what's it gonna take nine months, man? It's like you were waiting for the end of the school year. Again! I mean, you can't say he's not consistent. Just like his coin game. But anyway, let's get back on track. Could the veil destroy a Horcrux? First, let's review what we know about the veil and how to destroy a Horcrux. Hermione says, a Horcrux is the complete opposite of a human being. Look, if I picked up a sword right now, Ron, and ran you through with it, I wouldn't damage your soul at all. Whatever happens to your body, your soul will survive untouched. But it's the other way around with a Horcrux. The fragment of soul inside it depends on its container, its enchanted body for survival. It can't exist without it. Now, right away, this presents a particular caveat concerning non-object-based Horcruxes. For example, if, say, the Horcrux Voldemort decided to throw through the veil was Nagini, I don't think there can be any doubt that she would be immediately killed and the souls inside of her would immediately die. Which brings up a different question of what happens to your soul when you die? Boy, we about to get deep. Tune in next week for the meaning of life. Which surprisingly is best answered, at least in the world of Harry Potter, when we get to see what fails to happen to Voldemort's mutilated soul. It gets trapped for eternity in limbo, unable to help itself or ever truly die. Suggesting that when you die, your soul is what goes on to pass into the afterlife. Or at least whatever version of existence James and Lily and Sirius and Lupin 
emerge from when Harry calls them with the Resurrection Stone. And I do specifically think that is where the Resurrection Stone calls people from, based on some very particular wording when Hermione is reading the tales of Beetle the Bard. Here's the passage where the second brother, Cadmus, brings back his wife. To his amazement and his delight, the figure of the girl he had once hoped to marry before her untimely death appeared at once before him. Yet she was sad and cold, separated from him as by a veil. Though she had returned to the mortal world, she did not truly belong there and suffered. Yeah, that is not a coincidence of word choice there. The use of the word veil is very intentional. Actually, we have a whole separate video suggesting it was Cadmus Peveril himself who built the veil, and if you're interested in that, full video by clicking. The point is a soul is required to enter the afterlife and to be called upon by the stone. Which also lines up with what Hermione said about stabbing Ron with a sword. Sure, he'd die, but his soul be fine. You can't stab a soul unless said sword was imbued with basilisk venom and you're attacking a horcrux in which case it's dead. So, for example though, I do not think it would be possible for anyone to call Voldemort with the stone. Of course, that's a bit of a catch-22 anyway because the stone calls back people you love and if Voldemort was the kind of person who could experience love, then he also wouldn't be the kind of person who made a horcrux to begin with, so. Interestingly though, in the case where Voldemort threw Nagini through the veil, it would be an interesting way of guaranteeing that a portion of your soul did in fact exist in the afterlife. Yeah, Nagini would die, but both her and Voldemort's soul would exist where they needed to be. Of course, the irony there is that this is not something you need to try and guarantee, because as long as you just, you know, live a normal life and die regularly like anyone else ever has, then your soul is just gonna go where it needs to go anyway. That said though, Voldemort is still in a bit of a unique situation, what with his more than a two-part soul. Like if he had somehow been able to predict the limbo situation, this might have actually been a pretty clever way to guarantee that part of his soul actually did exist in the afterlife. Where he too could have become a Mexican singing sensation, the fact that he didn't have a nose would finally not be holding him back. Although to be clear, it wasn't really the lack of a nose that was holding Voldemort more back it was all the other things like the um uh, the, the genocide that was um but again, Voldemort finds himself in a bit of a catch-22 situation because the whole point of making a horcrux to begin with is to never die. And if he was capable of accepting that kind of existence, he wouldn't have been Voldemort to begin with. <laughs> so, where does that leave object-based horcruxes like the locket or the ring? What would happen to them? Well, honestly, it does not matter. And here's why. Either the Horcrux is immediately destroyed and that piece of soul is now dead, leaving you exactly where you started, minus half a soul, or it doesn't destroy it and you die instantly. Wait, what? Oh yes, let me do the math for you. See, a regular Horcrux anchors you to the mortal realm so that if you die, it stops you from passing through the veil. You just become that like vapor like mist like Voldemort did in Philosopher's Stone. However, if you throw the Horcrux through and it remains intact on the other side, you are now immediately anchored to the non-mortal side of the veil. In which case, you should immediately be pulled through and die instantly. I mean, if it's preventing you from passing through from one side, 
Shouldn't it prevent you from staying on this side if it's over here? Of course, Voldemort himself is singular once more since he has more than one Horcrux. So, for example, if he, say, threw the locket through the veil, it should immediately kill him. Except that Voldemort would also simultaneously be anchored to the mortal realm, meaning that hilariously, once again, he would find himself infinitely trapped in limbo. Now, personally though, I think that the veil would in fact destroy the Horcrux and the casing right away. I mean, if the veil is the passageway to death or causes instant death, it seems to me that like when you're reading the tale of the three brothers, like death himself is almost the personification of the veil, and I have no trouble believing that death himself could easily destroy a Horcrux. Either way though, throwing a Horcrux through the veil is a very effective way to get rid of that bit of soul, because it is definitely not coming back, and it also might kill the person it's attached to. Story-wise though, I don't think Harry should have thrown anything through the veil to destroy them, because within the story, accepting death is seen as a really positive thing. And if the veil did just destroy the Horcrux, it would have left Voldemort's soul where it needed to be in the afterlife, which is a much more peaceful ending to his story than his eternity in limbo where he's neither really alive or dead. But there you go guys, that's what would happen if you threw a horcrux through the veil. Moral of the story, you're really just better off not making one. But then my question for you and everyone else is, which do you think would happen? Would it immediately kill the person it was attached to or just destroy the Horcrux altogether? Let me know your thoughts in the towel section down below. Hey, it is getting cold outside and you know what's a really great way to keep your legs warm? Sweater pants. They're just like sweaters, but for your legs. We didn't invent them, but we did put the letters SCB on the side of them. And if you want to own them, you can do so at supercarlinbrothers.store. Thanks so much as always for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Harry Potter action from us. If you want to see the veil itself explained, you can check out this video right here. But Ben, until next week, I will see you in another Life Brothers.